Hello and welcome to the Future Father Dave podcast. Join me, a Catholic seminarian, each week as I share the story of my vocation and prepare to embark upon the journey of a lifetime as a Catholic priest. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode 10 of the Future Father Dave podcast. Yes, we have hit double digits in number of episodes, which is a very exciting milestone for me. Um, It's hard to believe that I've been recording now for 10 straight weeks, uh, but I've had just an amazing response to the podcast and tons and tons of support from everyone. So thank you so much for... Uh, continuing to listen and continuing to pray for both my journey on trail and the success of the podcast. So I am currently at the Notch Hostel, which is in uh, Woodstock, New Hampshire. And um, this week has not gone according to plan at all in any way, shape or form. Uh, As you may remember from last week, I was off trail for a few days because of some tick issues, uh, which thankfully I have mostly gotten resolved, but then I got back on trail and, um, had some weather issues that I've been dealing with this week as well. So between the weather and the tick issues and being off trail for that, it's been, it's been quite the week, uh, and it hasn't gone nearly the way that I had, um, I would have thought, but it's, uh, I wouldn't have it any other way because God has put me in some pretty amazing situations to um to really be there for some incredible moments so i'll go ahead and start this week's episode with a prayer and um then i'll get started with the rosebud thorn for this week so in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit amen um lord jesus uh i would like to lift up especially all of those hikers in this section of the appalachian trail in the white mountains uh with the crazy weather uh, the past week or so, I, um, I just pray that the hikers are prepared and able to safely traverse this section of trail. I know it can be very dangerous with the, uh, sudden weather changes. It's been very cold here, even for, even in June and, um, sometimes even hypothermic conditions. Um, so I just lift up all of the hikers and their safety, um, and that, um, all the hikers who are out here uh, are able to remain safe and warm in these uh, challenging conditions. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Yeah, so with that being said, um, I'll go ahead and start with the rosebud thorn. So my rose from this week was having the opportunity to not only meet and pray with another Catholic hiker uh, this week, his trail name is 109, uh, but he also joined me for mass on Saturday in Lincoln, New Hampshire, which was a really, really cool experience to, um, to go to mass with another hiker on trail. Um, when I first met him on Tuesday outside of Hanover, New Hampshire, uh, he had actually found my rosary beads that I had, I had lost when I got off trail in Vermont. Uh, the same day that I got off trail and went down into the urgent care and had that whole uh, adventure, as I mentioned last week, um, 
I lost my rosary beads. And this guy, 109, found them, and he's Catholic, and he just happened, I just happened to run into him in Hanover when I got dropped off to resume hiking on the trail. And so that was a really neat moment to get my rosary beads back from him and then um, to be able to pray with him uh, for the next several days. He, we prayed a couple rosaries together and also prayed night prayer as well. And that was just really special to be able to, um, to have that time of prayer with somebody else who's Catholic on trail um, and to see his zeal for wanting to practice his faith. So, yeah, so that was definitely the rose from this week. Uh, was being able to encourage him in his faith, in his faith journey um, as a fellow Catholic. So my thorn for this week has been the weather. The weather has been uh, very spotty at best. Um, it <laughs> it was fabulous for a few days. I got I got back on trail on Tuesday in Hanover, New Hampshire. And it was kind of overcast and a little bit of rain, but nothing crazy. And then the next few days were fabulous weather. Thursday, fr Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, great weather. And then I got into um, Glencliff, New Hampshire, and I stayed at a hostel right before Mount Musilaki, which is the first major peak of the White Mountains. And this hostel is kind of like the gateway to the White Mountains. And uh, unfortunately, that's when the weather started to turn. And there's a forecast that said that there was supposed to be bad weather all day Saturday, and then it was supposed to dissipate on Sunday. And so I took a zero day on Saturday and went to mass and all that. And then Sunday, the idea was that it would be better weather to go over the summit. And that was not the case. And it was cold and wet and miserable again today. Uh, when we went over the summit, uh, me and several other hikers. So that was not a very fun experience. Um, and, uh, yeah, borderline hypothermic conditions, super cold, 5,000 feet elevation. It was just, it was not a good time. And I'm happy to be dry and warm tonight. Um, I ended up actually staying at a, sec a different hostel tonight. So, unfortunately, having to stay at at hostels two out of the last three nights because of the weather but um hopefully we'll get some good weather here soon the next couple days to be able to um really take advantage of some of these spectacular views in the white mountains because this stretch of trail that i'm about to hit in the white mountains is notoriously one of the most beautiful stretches on the entire trail and so it would be a real shame to uh have bad weather through this stretch and it can actually be very dangerous to have bad weather through this stretch. Um, even in June, you can run into some hypothermic conditions on the top uh, with very high wind speeds and very high low wind chill and things like that. So um, one thing that I'm looking forward to, my, ro my uh, rose or my, my bud for this week is uh, tomorrow... I will be meeting a friend tomorrow evening and she's gonna come camp with me. And then on Tuesday, we are going to hike Franconia Ridge together. So I'm looking forward to having my friend come up, uh, Elizabeth, Liz. So looking forward to having her join me for a day. Uh, she's, she lives um, in New Hampshire and she's actually, 
uh, I met her when I was off trail with Jacqueline a few weeks ago. And she was like, yeah, I'll come hike Franconia Ridge with you when you get to the White Mountains. And so that's exactly what we're doing. And it's going to be wonderful. Uh, so looking forward to that uh, here in a few days. So now I will jump into a quick summary of the week. As I mentioned in the, the intro uh, segment there, this week did not go according to plan at all in any way, shape, or form. And you know what? That's okay because God put me in some pretty awesome places. So um, as you may recall from last week's episode, um, last Sunday I was in the emergency room, so I actually didn't film last week's episode until Monday, uh, but I was in Manchester recovering from uh, several different tick-borne illnesses. Uh, turns out I had two tick-borne illnesses neither one of which was Lyme disease. I had babibiosis and anaplasmosis. And trying to get treatment for both of those has been um, an absolute pain in the backside because I, I had one medication that I was taking and then it didn't cover everything. So then they had to prescribe me a different medication. But then I started feeling better because of the one medication that I'm on. And so... That helped one of the diseases that I have, but not the other one. And so then I ended up getting back on trail in Hanover and um, having to get a prescription sent to Hanover instead of Manchester. And it was just, it's a whole, whole thing. And it's still not completely solved yet, unfortunately, but I'll get into that later. Um, so Monday I was in Manchester and then Tuesday afternoon I was driven by Jim uh, the the man that I stayed with in Manchester up to Hanover New Hampshire which is right on the border between um, Vermont and New Hampshire and so that is where Dartmouth College is and the trail goes right through there and that is uh, where I started uh, back on trail on Tuesday so all I did on Tuesday evening was just hike out a mile to the shelter right there, uh, just outside of town. And that ended up being a really awesome night on trail because I, I was with a bunch of hikers, uh, several of whom I had met, several of whom, whom I hadn't met. Um, one of them turned out to be Catholic and he wanted to pray with me. So we went and prayed night prayer together that day. And we just sat around the picnic table and played cards. And it was just a really, really fun night. And um, yeah, great group. So really enjoyed that on Tuesday. On Wednesday, I did 15 miles. And from the shelter just outside of Hanover to the Trapper John shelter. But Wednesday was an adventure because I had to backtrack to Hanover because that's when I found out from the doctor, I got a call back from the doctor's office that I had tested positive for babesiosis, meaning that I had to get a different prescription from the one that I had, uh, which covered the anaplasmosis, which is the other tick-borne disease that I had. So I had, I had a prescription that covered the anaplasmosis, but not the babesiosis. So then what I had to do was I had to go to the nearest road crossing, 
hitchhike down into Hanover to go to the CVS, pick up my prescription, and then get back to trail, and then go up to the next shelter from that road crossing. So it was just a whole thing and ordeal, but I had a really interesting conversation with the man who was gracious enough to drive me down into Hanover, and we had a really great conversation about faith, and I told him, you know, I'm going into seminary and studying to be a priest and everything, and he grew up Catholic, grew up in an Irish Catholic family, and um, really has a lot of respect for the Catholic Church and what I'm doing, and um, yeah, it was a really, really neat, neat conversation um, that never would have happened otherwise had I not had the need to get off trail. So again, another example of God putting me in the right place at the right time and completely derailing my plans for some of his plans, which turned out to be way better anyway. So it was a really, really neat encounter there that I had um, with that man um, who drove me to the CVS. But the issue with that, as I would come to find out a couple days later, is that there were actually two parts to the prescription, and I only picked up one part. So later in the week, I had to have the second part of the prescription shipped to Lincoln, New Hampshire, uh, for me to pick up on the weekend. Um, so yeah, so that, that was my... Um, prescription uh, drug adventures. Um, yeah. So that was Wednesday. And then Thursday, I did another 15 miles to the Hexacuba shelter. And then on Friday, I did 15 miles from Hexacuba to the Hiker's Welcome Hostel, which is at the gateway to the White Mountains. And it's right at the base of Mount Musalaki which is like the first major peak in the White Mountains. It's um, almost 5,000 feet, and there's a section that's above tree line, which uh, I was really looking forward to uh, until I actually went over it on today, on Sunday, and it was miserable in bad weather. So uh, hopefully the weather takes a turn for the, for the best uh, here. Um, yeah, but I was very happy with my um, my progress from Hanover. I was very, very happy with how my body responded given that I was on two antibiotics to do three 15-mile days like that from Hanover down into um, the base of the White Mountains was very, very encouraging. And then on Saturday, I took a zero in Lincoln because of the weather. It was pouring rain all day long. And then Sunday... Uh, today, I went up and over Mount Musawaki, uh, which was nine miles, and it was a lot. It was cold and wet and rainy and just miserable. I was planning to go actually a little bit further today up to that next shelter, but decided to uh, get another hostel stay tonight, and I think that was the right call. Get warm and dry and cleaned up, and then hopefully tomorrow... With better weather, uh, I can I can push a few more miles tomorrow. So that's uh, kind of the summary of the week. And uh, yeah, overall, it's been a really great week and um, lots of unexpected twists and turns. But my time in Lincoln going to Mass was just absolutely incredible uh, because I, I went to a 5 o'clock Mass, or 4.30 actually, 
p.m. Saturday Mass in Lincoln, New Hampshire. And um, as I mentioned earlier, there was another hiker that is Catholic who decided to join me. And then after Mass, this woman approached us and asked if she could take both of us out to dinner. And so she took us both out to dinner and treated us to dinner and then dropped us both at the trailhead afterwards, uh, which was super generous and super kind. And um, again, just blown away by the generosity that I've experienced on trail simply because I prioritize mass and try to make it there. I mean, if people know that you care, like they will go out of their way to help you. Um, because you went out of their out of your way to come visit their parish so they will return the favor in any way that they can so super really neat to uh meet some some very uh very generous folks in uh Lincoln for mass one of the things that i've really been struggling with this week in particular has just been the sheer number of things going on around me that are completely out of my control. There's nothing I can do about the weather, and yet, even still, I wanted to to push and continue to do more miles than I probably should have, and I ended up putting myself in a really, really uncomfortable situation uh, today coming up over Mount Musilaki because I decided to push and not just wait like everybody else. Um, I, um, I was so set on trying to summit Mount Musilaki in the morning for sunrise. And so I actually, I got a super early start. I woke up at three in the morning and hiked to the top of Mount Musilaki in the rain and the, and the mist. And it was cold. And I got to the top at about six o'clock and it was foggy and I was in the middle of a cloud and there was of course absolutely zero view, no sunrise to be seen at all. So it was a complete waste and because I was just stubborn and wanted to do it my way. And you know, in thinking about that, how often do we just want to do it our way and like we completely ignore the fact that there are so many things outside of our control in our lives. There's so many things that are outside of our control and yet we try to put, we try to take control of them and try to steer them in a certain direction instead of um, recognizing the fact that um, there are things that are just outside of our control and that's okay. And I'm, whenever I think about this idea, I'm always reminded of, there's a great, great quote. I don't know who says it, but it's, it's, it's a small little prayer. I guess not a quote, it's a prayer. Um, that says, Lord, give me the grace to accept the things that I cannot change the courage to change what I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And that third part is key, the wisdom to know the difference, because so often we don't know the difference. And we try 
and, and we think it, we're being courageous in trying to change something. And at the end of the day, we fail to recognize the fact that that's something that we can't really change. It's not really within our power to change anyway. And we just had a whole lot of wasted effort and time trying to change it. And so that's been a lot of my struggle this week is like trying to trying to change things that ultimately are outside of my control and like worrying way too much about certain things like weather um, that I really can't control. But what I can control is my attitude, you know, and how you interact with those around you. Um, even if it's in an unexpected environment and unexpected circumstances, um, try to remain positive. So anyway, I'm kind of rambling now, but that's, that's really one of the big things that I've um, struggled with a lot this week. One other really neat thing that happened this week is that I, um, I met this other thru-hiker by the name, or she's actually technically a sec section hiker now, but she's a past thru-hiker who has uh, actually hiked what they call the Triple Crown. So there's three major um, long-distance hiking trails in the United States. There's the Appalachian Trail, there's the Pacific Crest Trail, and the Continental Divide Trail. And she has hiked all three plus uh, the Colorado Trail and the Arizona Trail. So she's hiked five different long-distance trails in the United States, has a ton of experience backpacking. And um, when I started talking with her and telling her about, you know, my ministry and, and going to seminary and all that stuff, she was just, like, blown away by um, my openness and, and willingness to lead with that. Uh, because from her experience, many, many people out on, especially on the trails out west, um, less so on the Appalachian Trail, just don't really care about religion or spirituality. Um, and it's not really something that they talk about or is really a big part of their life. And so she was very impressed by how much I've prioritized my faith on trail and uh, in trying to get to church every week and maintaining, you know, a regular prayer routine and those sorts of things. She was just very, very impressed by that. And that really struck me um, because I'm just kind of living my life and I don't really think about that sort of thing. Um, but by being open and willing to share my faith, it does it does kind of, um, I am kind of in the minority in that sense of, of people who are willing to share, to lead with that and, and to share and to be bold and share their faith in a way that could lead to scrutiny, could lead to um, just people, some negative reactions potentially. Um, so as a result, a lot of people just choose to to keep their faith hidden, keep their faith personal, which there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but she was she was struck by my um, my willingness and openness about 
willingness to lead with that and my my openness to talk about my faith um just be very and be very upfront about it so and it was neat um so that was a really neat little reminder of like yeah it is a little countercultural to lead with your faith and people do notice when you do so so uh it may not seem like it but people notice I don't really have a ton of uh, things to talk about this week, uh, but the last thing I wanted to touch on in this week's episode, uh, it'll be kind of a shorter episode, is um, the idea of the hostels on the Appalachian Trail, as I've mentioned in previous segments. This Tonight, it will be the second time in three nights that I have stayed at a hostel. Um, and... Um, there, the two hostels are much different, uh, in terms of atmosphere, but similar in the sense that they both accomplish the same thing. They provide a really neat space for hikers to connect with other hikers, um, in a very relaxed, um, low-key environment. And it, it's amazing the kind of conversations you can have in that kind of an environment with people and really connect with them um, in a way that's super special. Um, and so I hadn't really done much uh, hostels uh, so far on trail. This is really basically my my first few uh, hostel. One of my first few hostels. I had done maybe one or two previously before this, but. Um, it's been really awesome to, to stay at these hostels the last two nights. Um, I was at the, the first one was the Hikers Welcome Hostel. And then this one tonight is the Notch Hostel. And both are, have been fabulous. Um, the staff have been very friendly and knowledgeable, um, helping me to kind of prepare myself and navigate for, for navigating the White Mountains here over the next week or so. Um, giving me lots of helpful tips and tricks and uh, made me feel a lot more comfortable with uh, tackling some of these high peaks in the White Mountains. Um, and so just... Um, neither one of these hostels was in my original plans, um, but it just worked out to where I was able to stay and other hikers that I was with were staying at these places and it, it didn't take a whole lot of convincing for me to get off trail and uh, and spend some time especially with the weather the way it's been uh, the last few days uh, when it's freezing and wet and cold outside and you have the option to be inside in a warm bed and have a hot shower and a meal it doesn't take a whole lot of convincing <laughs> even if it does cost a little more uh, than what you had originally planned to spend. So, yeah, the hostel experience is definitely one of the, um, one of the hallmarks of the Appalachian Trail. It's, like I said, the hostels are, are space for hikers to connect with other hiker, hikers in a really special way um, and also provide 
hikers a respite and to and an opportunity to get off trail and enjoy themselves a little bit um, in town and relax after some some challenging days on trail. So, um, yeah, I've had a very 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 wonderful experience um, at both of these hostels and. Um, yeah, that's that's definitely a part of the Appalachian Trail experience that I hadn't really had up to this point. So uh, it's been really neat to uh, be able to experience that and be around other hikers that I know and and, and friends have become friends with. Um, so yeah. So other than that, I really don't have a whole lot else um, this week to share. Uh, hopefully. This upcoming week, I will have a full week of hiking. Uh, no delays, hopefully, and no off days because I kind of need to get a move on. I'm running out of time, and uh, I have a deadline to uh, be on Mount Katahdin. So I'm trying to just get as much as possible done at this point, and then wherever I get um, before I have to bump up to Katahdin is, is where I'll get. And... Um, yeah, just really trying to um, to savor and relish these last few weeks on trail. Um, hard to believe I only have like three weeks left, basically. Um, so, yeah, uh, really looking forward to it. Um, but also trying not to rush through it too, because I recognize this is this is kind of a once in a lifetime opportunity to do something like this. So, really trying to savor savor each moment and enjoy it, and and really be present to experience um this journey with the other hikers around me so and uh eventually one day you know i'll come back and do the sections that i have to skip um but for now i'm i'm very happy with the progress that i've made this summer and uh will make and uh so until next week uh we will see you later. Thank you for tuning in for this week's episode of the Future Father Dave podcast. I'm eternally grateful for this opportunity to share my journey with you. And I pray that in sharing my story, I can inspire you in your own spiritual journey. <laughs>